driving into the crossroads of sports and politics. We are the Bill Bradley Collective. Here are your hosts, Ed, Zach, and Andrew. Welcome to the Bill Bradley Collective on a beautiful night here in New England, except we're inside because... It's pitch black outside. It's pitch black. Um, so how you doing, Zach? Doing all right. Doing well, I guess. That's I'm good. Gonna, I'm not going to undersell my... You're well, how, my, how well you're doing? Yeah, my mood. Good for you. Um, so, as you undoubtedly know, Ned Flanders' personality was greatly affected uh, by by the uh, fact that he participated in the in Dr. Foster's spankological protocol where he was spanked nonstop for six months. What Big Ten school did Dr. Foster work for? It's called the university. It's called the university spankological proto- uh, protocol, and it's mentioned twice, actually, I think, in the episode. Oh man, uh, is it like a fake school or an actual school? No, it's it's an actual okay, big ten school. Because I remember the C in in the scene in one of the scenes, he's wearing yeah, he's wearing the school's uh, <laughs> colors. I think they were blue and yellow, so I'm going to go Michigan. No, that's that's much better than this. The University of Minnesota. He was a Gopher. Oh, he's a Gopher. <laughs> a Golden Gopher. No golden one. Gopher. <laughs> Hence the gold. How are you doing, Andrew? Doing all right. Um, I'm excited for today's show. I mean, we're going to try to basically do what could be a Ken Burns thing in 45 minutes, but I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, I I, I was really glad we chose uh, the, the, the uh, subject we did. And, and to kind of hint at this, um, there are 16 seasons in which a PGA player won eight or more tournaments in a season. So there's 16. Only seven of them of them began in my lifetime. So, which is 1962. Okay. So, seven of them are 1963 or later. As you're probably not shocked, five of those are Tiger Woods. Okay. Who are the other two? And are they dead or alive? So, it's two seasons post-1962 with eight, eight or more wins? Eight or more wins in the season, yeah. And it's two players? Two players. Okay. Um, one is Vijay Singh. One of them is Vijay Singh. The other one's earlier. Yeah. Until very, very recently still involved in the golf world. I think it's until recently. Is that a hint that he's dead? Well, Vijay Singh is. Vijay's alive. Alive, yeah. Yeah. He's on the senior tour, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, doing doing well, but he's like sixty. He's younger than I am. Um, I guess. Um, Tom Watson, close. Johnny Miller, nineteen seventy three. Yep, yeah. or seventy four. Seventy four. Seventy four. Yep, it was Johnny Miller who is alive. Alive, and he was. Yeah, that's a good, that was a good hint because he was doing. He was on the face of NBC's golf coverage until, until recently. Yeah, very recently. Very recently. Yeah, that, he had a big year that year. I remember that. He was. He was an awesome player. But you can introduce us to who we're talking about, which was actually, I made my dead or alive timely. Appreciate that. 
Today's topic is one Eldrick Taunt Woods, a.k.a. Tiger Woods. Um, this season's theme is dynasties across sports and politics. And I can't think of one singular entity in either that, like, like no man is a dynasty. Tiger Woods is basically a dynasty. <laughs> like, he's the exception exception to the rule. Um, greatest of all time? Day or day? Greatest golfer of all time? Yes. Over, yep. Agreed? Oh, yeah, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's just Agreed. Close. Wanted to just crowdsource that. Yep. Um, it's not just the on-course stuff. In 2023, and this is a guy who's been pretty much inactive for the better part of the last five years, um, injuries, lower body, back, um, all kinds of issues. There is not a machination still that, that goes on in professional golf without his stamp of approval. Without without Tiger Woods. If Tiger Woods decided to take the bag from Liv, that is that would have been the end of the PGA Tour as we know it and as we'll... But he, he took the side of the tour. Um even off course still. And again, he's still a young man. He's not he's not even yet 50. Um, but he is still the most, single most influential person in the professional game. And the single most influential person in the history of the game in, in, at large. More more than Palmer? I think so. Yeah, I, I, think, I, yeah. I, th- I think the economic impact that he's had. Well, yeah. Um, I think he also, grew almost, the, he also grew the game, I think, in a way that ta- Arnold Palmer... Pa- Palmer in a much Palmer more... Palmer might be more popular. Yeah, Palmer in a much more narrow... I mean, he made a great drink. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Also, also, almost single-handedly created uh, endorsements for athletes. Like, he got paid by John Deere, which you guys are too young to remember that he, he did all the John Deere commercials. In John Deere's stock, Arnold Palmer did very well financially. Um... But I was just thinking that, like, when I think about golf, I think about it as being pre-Tiger and kind of post-Tiger. I saw the, uh, you know, my first golf-watching memory was uh, Watson beating Nicholas in St. Andrews. Was it St. Andrews? Duel in the Sun was Turnberry. Turnberry, that's right. Yeah. Which was, the you know, the famous road hole shot, uh, which was 76. I think it's a couple years later. 78. I just was watching it, and... Uh, was really entranced in it. And then golf just kind of wasn't the big thing. And then Tiger showed up. We'll talk about this. I remember Tiger on the Mike Douglas show. Yeah, putting with uh, Earl, right? And and Mike Douglas, right. Supposedly, although uh, his dad, um, Earl, interesting guy in his own, right? Yeah. Um, One of the very first black Athletes at uh, Kansas State University, who is playing in the background right now against Providence. <laughs> um, he supposedly shot a forty-eight over nine holes. Now he had, they admitted he let him use tees until he got to the green. Smart, but I mean he's three. <laughs> um, he was on uh, That's Incredible, which was a TV show that was not incredible. Um, he won. The under ten, under age ten section of the drive pitch and putt competition at the age of six. Um, he was Gretzky like in the way, at a very young age, he was dominating people three and four years older than him. When that seems to be impossible, and golf golf is also a sport where like size size matters. If you're a little guy, you know it matters when you're playing guys that are, you know, even ten years old. You could be. 80, 90 pounds versus... By the time the 90s uh, rolled around, size and it absolutely definitely mattered. 
So, do you remember any of his amateur games? I know that he was a in in the span of six years, he wins the U.S. Junior Amateur three times in a row. Then he yep. wins the U.S. Amateur three times in a row. Um, all before the age of nineteen twenty. Um, I remember his last one. He, he turns pro after the ninety six U.S. Amateur, um, which again was his third straight. Um, he turns pro. He 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 leaves Stanford. Um, you know what? I I, I thought. I thought you might have asked me a potential because I thought the the question would have been a golf question. This is funny that you mention it. I thought you might have asked like who were the three guys he beat to win his U.S. Amateurs, which I can't do off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, I thought uh, that's well. Uh, um, he, Noah Noah Begay. He didn't. No, well, he wasn't. Begay was uh, a peer and, a, and still is a close friend. Right, he was um, on the same Sanford team. Yes. Yep. I mean, anyway. I remember the announcements, and this is like early ESPN of him going to Stanford. Like, that was a lead story. He was, he's six or seven years older. Well, no, he's about 10 years older than LeBron. But he kind of paved the way for LeBron as this wonderkind that was going to change everything and then did. Because so many of them didn't. Like, you know, and they're, you know, Todd Marinovich and all these guys didn't. But, you know, it, where where Woods was going to college was a big story, and nobody follows college golf except for you and five people. <laughs> I mean, somebody that was somebody that was a Fair. somebody <laughs> somebody that was a Tiger Woods peer, Sergio Garcia. You know, he was supposed to come in and have all this fanfare, and then he just doesn't do anything. He had he had a he had a he had, he had, a, he had a very good career. Yes, he, he has did. a good career, but, um, like, he, but he, never, he did not deliver. I mean, no, his they, hype was borderline Woodsian, and obviously his career was nowhere, nowhere near that. Well, I mean, the, the thing that they, a live guy, that. yeah, now, well, yeah, and the thing that Woods had, as opposed to other people you'd have in boxing too, is it's because it's a singular sport, and in golf, like you can't go up a weight division and avoid a guy, because it's a singular sport, uh, individual sport. If there's somebody a head and shoulders above you it doesn't matter how good you are you just never win whereas in a team sport i mean unless you're bill russell or something and you know princeton got to the 16s last year he he turns pro at like a really interesting time um 96 because 10 years before nicholas's last major is the 86 masters right in the 10 years that followed that and americans had dominated golf for since time immemorial since the beginning of, of professional professionally staged golf tournaments in that 10 years, like 86-96, it's the European Big Five. It's Greg Norman. It's Jose Maria Olazabal. It's Vic Price. Like, there were plenty of good, some great American players, but never before, like, like the international contingent had taken over the professional game. And when Woods comes along in 96, wins, I believe, two, two or three times in an abbreviated season, leading into his, obviously, what happens in 97, it kind of changes the tenor for, like, American golf, too. Um, in, in a way. And I have a bigger point about that, uh, but I'll save that. So, in addition to being the youngest person to ever win the junior uh, amateurs, he becomes the youngest person to ever win the U.S. amateurs. He, he's, I mean, he was obviously a prodigy. I think it speaks well of his dad that Woods kind of held it together. Well, and then when his dad died, he didn't. Uh, and I think some of that's overrated. I mean, I think the declines injuries more than anything sure. else. But you never know. Well, you know, you call that white knuckling, just <laughs> trying to get through it. But um, 
He's 19. He goes to the Masters. He ties for 41st. He's the only amateur to make the cut. Um, you know, he's 19 years old. And he um, he wins his first college match. So he was obviously a wonderkind. And then he turns pro. And his first win is... I'm sure you know off the top of your head. He debuts in Milwaukee at the at a tournament that does not exist anymore. The Greater Milwaukee, I think it was the Miller Lite Greater Milwaukee Open in '96. I think his first win is either Vegas or Disney, which were like false fall events back then. Is that? Was it '96? Late '96 would have been his first tour win, and I think it was there. I think it was either Las Vegas. Well, Las Vegas. Or, well, he, in '96 he wins the Las Vegas International and the Walt Disney yep. World. It, those are his first two PGA Classic, Tour wins. Right. Yeah. The next year, at he's like twenty. He wins four. The Mercedes. Which is the season opening event. Right. <laughs> like he doesn't waste any time. The Mast, uh, the Byron Nelson Classic, the Motorola Western Open, and the Masters. Um, now, you are in 97. You are eight, eight, eight years old at the time. Eight of that. years old. Yeah, I remember it. I really do. Yeah, I, I, rem- I remember it because I turned on just because I had read, like, where Mass, where Woods was. I mean, that tournament's over Thursday. Like it's, like it's over. Certainly by Friday, it's he over. He famously shoots forty on the front nine, <laughs> and then goes out and shoots like us uh, twenty, like thirty on the back nine, and then but it's over by like Friday afternoon is when it's right. over. And so I, I turned it on to watch it because he's just pummeling the course, and he wins that by 12. 12 strokes. Um. And the excitement in the in the golfers' voices because golf wasn't at its highest point then. Uh, our Daly won. John Daly won the PGA a couple years earlier. He wins the ninety-one PGA right. and won the ninety-five British. Right, well. and I remember ninety-one, and he's saying, you know, because it was a great story. And I remember McCord or somebody saying, "God, we need golf needed this." And then the idea that we're going to ride, well, it's because Nicholas is now kind of done. done Watson's sure. done. And, and it's like. It's the foreign invasion. It's really right. they've taken. And, and American, Americans don't care. <laughs> American golf is, yeah, just seems seemingly kind of, you know, it's going to become, frankly, baseball, where everybody's not from America. Um, do you have any memory of that, Zach? Um, I have, like, vague memories of not the 97. Uh, more like uh, 99, 2000 area yeah. when he was like at his peak. I remember like, I remember distinctly, you know, which I'm sure we'll get to very shortly, but the Duval Woods war. Right. The VJ being a part of that. Tournaments where he is favored over the field yeah. that you could bet yeah, Woods I mean, or the ga- field. Gambling back then would have been ridiculous because it would have been like minus, you know, 110 the field he was even money him versus the field was even money money. and and i and there was there were years because he only like you know when he wins nine tournaments he only plays 17 um that you would have lost money if you had bet the field it's true (laughs) Um, goes to europe and wins there once then you know so what do we make of the masters he pummels of course sure and they, they if, called it tiger proofing. And they tiger proofed it. Barkley talks about that. What do they mean by tiger proofing? They tried to lengthen it. They they did. They didn't try. They they did. They lengthened the course, which it's almost in vain because if you lengthen something and he's the longest hitter, 
are you not like yeah, exacerbating his advantage? All by you're doing, doing is making it harder they, for everyone else. Right. And but, they, they, but they did it in the spirit of trying to neutralize his distance. Yeah, it's but, like, but okay, also, maybe Davis Love can hit it this far. But Sure. But also, sure. he mostly played a draw, correct? At that point, is at, yes, at that point, yeah. And so they made it harder to play a draw. Mm-hmm. And Augusta was always historically known as it was a be- it was a right to left golf course. Most of the holes are built right to they 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 fit right. a shaped right to left right. shot, which is why Gary Player couldn't put, play there well because he was left to right, correct? Trevino. Trevino. Okay, Trevino. that's right, Trevino. And so they make it harder to play a draw. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I remember Barkley saying, you know, you could tell it's Georgia the second a black guy wins, they change the rules and, um. And so he, I mean, I just remember at the time being outraged by it. Like, that, what are we doing here? Mm. And it did almost didn't matter. He's it, won, he it, won five Masters. It's the, besides Nicholas. It's he's he's <laughs> nobody has performed better on that golf course than Tiger Woods or Jack Nicholas. Yeah, I mean, right. It, and when, it, it and when Nicholas when Nicholas played well, they didn't change the course. No, but maybe yep. maybe it's take a minute here because like we've talked about the Masters before, but like him being a black golfer and a largely white or like people from Spain, you know, sport like he, like look at the racism he faced yeah. just being the best. Like he being a black golfer <laughs> with the white caddy. Yeah. Like, and, and it was not only like, not only was it bad that he was the best, but they like, everybody tried to change. <laughs> there's a certain, there's a good contrast, certain like American jingoism with European understatement of two contrasting you have fuzzy zeller coming out of the 97 masters and he makes a really tasteless joke about hope it doesn't serve fried chicken and watermelon at the champions right. next year and you have colin montgomery who i believe finishes solo second english great english right. player and all they asked him about tiger's performance and he just goes i i just i, I watched the future the next last four days this is the right. future this is the new measuring stick it's here and this is a guy who's top five in the world at the time and he knows 20 years old this is who i'm gonna try to compete against and i'm i'm likely to fail because i don't um yeah, I mean, and, t- Tiger, like Tiger's rise. You, you look at his career, and it's like, all right, what, when, what was the rise and what was the peak? You know, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. You know, the it wasn't ninety eight, but there's, yeah, there's, well, yeah there's the, ninety eight was the ACL injury, right? That, that's oh, I believe oh three. Right. Yeah, ninety eight yeah. though. He only, he only wins one tour, the Bell South Classic in Atlanta. Right. Um, ninety nine, he comes back and wins eight. Yep. Um. He wins the Buick. Was 98 when Duvall got ranked number one for the first time? Yes. Yep. Right. And then Tiger goes. Terrible. Omira, Duvall, they yeah. kind of. Right. Yeah. And then Tiger so, goes like 263 weeks or something like that. It's like inc- years. Yeah. He, he goes like five years, years where he's number one in the world. I had kind of, because we just remember that age of dominance, as you said, but he had a couple down years. Now, sure. he's still ranked number one in the world. He's still. You know, VJ VJ gets him at one point, yeah, like that oh three oh four, right? Um, but he still won it, you know, in the top ten in the world. Well, he still he stopped three. I, he never I, falls I, below. I do remember uh, thinking yeah. that VJ was the only one that could get Tiger. VJ was a guy that played every. You mentioned earlier that Tiger would play seventeen times and win nine. VJ would play thirty five fucking times, and he did win ten times one year. And VJ was a great player, but that guy played every he was single yeah. week. Right. Like it was. But I just I remember thinking like when he was like I'm like this guy could be Tiger. Sure. But I mean, he—that was a very like two tournament long belief. <sighs> they had a contentious. They didn't. They, they did not get along. L- no, no, they did not no, get along. No at one all. got along with VJ. No, um, he may be an asshole. Yeah, I, 
So 98, he wins one. He wins Bell South. 99, he comes back, wins the Buick, the Memorial, the Motorola Western, the PGA, the World Golf Championship, the National Car Rental Golf Championship, the Tour Championship, World Golf Championship. That's a lot of wins. That's the Sergio. That's the Sergio PGA. Sergio, when he hits the shot behind the tree, runs up and runs up. That's, that's that PGA. Yeah. You know, you also listen to some of those tournaments, and just they've got to bring that back. You know, whatever. This I like form how you listen to sponsors. Whatever and, this new mm-hmm. like form of PGA yeah. live is going to look like, like they've got to bring back some of these sponsorships. Like I, you know, the One's- Travelers is great, but you know the Buick. Greater Hartford Open. It was one, awesome. One yeah. thing Tiger does do that's a huge part of his like legacy influence is that he he ups the sponsorship game by like the later part of like the outs. Like you know, we go from National Car Rental to BMW. We go from Motorola right. to well, you know eighteen. Uh, I mean, like, it had barely started before this, where we we're going from celebrities hosting it. Oh, I mean, absolutely. It was a Sammy Duke. It was a Sammy Davis Junior yeah. Greater Hartford yeah. Open. Sure. And he'd go there and make racist jokes, even though he was it black was. about black. I mean, it was just the worst. Uh, and Danny Thomas had one in the Memphis. Same, yeah, uh, and Bob Hope had one. Yeah. Uh, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Yeah. Jamie Farr had one. The guy that played Klinger. And um, I don't know what that's from. Colonel Plank. No, no, no. He played Klinger on Mash. Klinger was a guy who dressed as a woman. By the way. Mash. I just saw some poll recently that had Mash like the seventh best show in in the history of television. It's not one of the seven hundred. It is that show blows. It's not I, funny. I it's, dated a girl who loved it, and I've watched hours. I don't get it. Am I supposed to laugh? Where are the <laughs> jokes? And then it's sad. Why is it sad? I don't Something get it. Something like sixty million people watched the finale. I know nothing. I know you had three channels. I get it. But no, no. What was the, on the other two? The, it's the most watched show. Other than the Super Bowl, ever, ever to this ever. day, to this day, it was and, about no options. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, but it was yeah, and so the movie's great. Oh, the movie is the, the movie's yeah. great. Um, but anyway, so in '99, and I think this is when his peak starts, right? Mm-hmm. Ninety, he wins nine in, in he wins eight tournaments in '99. He wins nine tournaments in 2000. He wins five in 2001. And then he went five in two thousand two, five in two thousand three, and then the next, then 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 there's a bit of a lull. Sure. Uh, well, uh, what was over Tiger two, Slam? It was two thousand into oh one. Oh, oh and, that's and okay. Before we glossed over that, his two thousand because he wins the last three of two thousand, then he wins the Masters in oh one for the Tiger Slam. His two thousand season is the greatest individual season by a golfer of all time. Right. Yeah, that's we, not it, close. We were. He I wins six it. tournaments. He wins more. Oh, yeah. he's more than six. No, he wins six in a row. Six sorry. in a row. He wins oh, nine yeah. tournaments. He wins six I, in a row. I told Andrews today, it was on Sports Center this morning, where they were talking about biggest blowouts. Tiger's 2000 U.S. Open, he shoots a, a 1,200, and the second guy shoots three over. Pebble Beach, one of the hallowed venues in the country. Is that the one um, where he hits? I remember watching it in real time. It's the whole, it's a blind second shot. You're coming up the hill. Um, and he hits, like he has to go over a tree. He lands it on the green. And I just remember thinking like, how the hell did he ever do that? Like it's, 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 he's hitting like a five iron, 225 or something. And, and just the announcer said, this is not fair. Like this is not so, no one can beat this man when he's doing this. 
And that was the thing you just, like, they're playing different sports. That's, you know, that's really one of the things, you know, we, we talked, I'm glad you mentioned the beginning, because, like, it's weird to do dyna- a dynasty season and talk about, like, a singular man, uh, because we never think of, like, people being dynasties. But, like, there's nothing else you can call, like, the, his string of dominance other than, like, nobody's ever done it in a singular sport. There's no boxing equivalent well, to this, Well, I mean, I, really. was, like, I was trying to think about multiple it. eras Hol- to it, really. Holofield That's domi- actually, dominating yeah. the light heavy, uh, middleweight division for 10 years. Light heavyweight. Well, he had to, did, didn't he do the uh, light heavyweight? Well, no, you're right. 10 years at light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Cruiserweight? And then moved off to cruiserweight, yeah. too. But, like, um, they say Holyfield or Ben Hopkins. Oh, Hopkins. Yeah. Hop- so you said Holyfield. Yeah, yeah. I meant Hopkins. Yep. Hopkins going middleweight to light heavyweight. And for basically 16 years, being one of the three best boxers in the world. But he's fighting twice a year. Yeah. Like, he's out there, even in years he's not playing that much, 17 times against 100 people that are showing up and winning nine times. That's insane. Golf, that's not something you can do in golf. Yeah, I mean, we're all golfers. I mean, very, very far from PGA <laughs> golfers. But golf is a sport that's hard to do repeatedly. The, like, to do the same, the discipline it takes to do the same swing in the same way to get the same result hundreds of times is insane to think and, of that he was doing that during that time. You know, he basically, his equivalent of moving up in weight classes is after the his injury... No, I think it was an ACL. He tears the ACL. He, well, doesn't he? He, he wins the, the new, tournament with the with the torn ACL, is, right? That's later. coming later. Uh, yeah. Coming later. He he basically has to kind of he decides to redo his golf swing. Like he leaves longtime coach Butch Harmon, who had been with him since the amateur days, and he hooks up with Hank Haney, who is kind of a clown, and I think it's way too much credit for Tiger's success. But Tiger definitely does make some like fundamental swing changes in that like oh three oh four time period. That basically leads to his the next run, right. like that run from ninety nine to 02. Then there's a run oh five to to oh eight. That right, and, and, and people like talked a lot of shit on him for saying that he had to change his swing. Total, oh, like yeah, what are you got you, a lot of pushback? What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you changing your swing? Take some of the rigor off his body because obviously there was so much torque and so much violence that like he's tearing his ACL on the golf course at the age of what twenty four, twenty five. The like, the there was. You watch some of those shots, especially like coming out of the rough, where you see him hopping on that front leg afterwards, and twisted like, and you see the torque in that back. And say like, the human body isn't built to do that, and it's not like he was roided up. It was just that he was doing things with his body that nobody else could conceivably do, and it destroyed his body. He walks now. He, he's forty-seven. He walks worse than I do. He made. He made measuring swing speed like like a thing. Like we 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 need to we need to know how fast we're swinging the club so as to not like again kind of take some of the pressure off of our butt. Like your your again your back, your lower body, you know, fitness in de- in sort of like physical data in golf was was n- was never a thing. And he he's the impetus for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what's his name? Uh, the Walrus uh, Stadler. Craig Stadler. Craig Stadler is major champion. Right, <laughs> with, with major championships. He looks worse than I do, and he's like 38, sure. and he's play, competing against Tiger, who's lifting weights during you know um, during weeks of tur- on his off days from golf because he has to build his body up because of the pressure he puts on it. And some of his shots 
it's it's like I, those are the clips I love watching. Uh, uh, you know, under my social media feed, which show up constantly because I watch them. Mm. He's hitting balls that are buried in grass because he was never tremendously accurate off the tee. He, yeah. he, you know, he was not uh, Ian Baker Finch or somebody who just put the ball in the middle of the course. Um, and he's hitting the ball out of the rough. I just hit to like two thirty with like a four iron or something. Like, what, what the hell is that? Like nothing that had ever come before, or <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I mean, with the the thing about golf is with the improvements in technology, the improvements in which he's kind of the, yeah, he's kind of the reason for right, it. right, right. Yeah, we got like we have to come up with clubs that can beat him because remember he caught a lot of shit for playing Nike stuff. So. Sure, leaving titles for Nike and Absolutely. um. I, I think it was Norman that said it was, you know, arrogant to think he, he could beat us with inferior clubs, and then he just pounded Norman forever. Um, all right, so he comes back in, what year is this? He wins one tournament in 2004, which is the world, the uh, Ex- uh, Accentuate Match Play Championship, mm-hmm. which is late in the year, right? Actually, early. Early, it's very uh, yeah, early. Yeah, okay. it was California, Arizona, February. Right, usually. so that's... Yeah. But again, not a stroke play tournament, kind of a gimmicky right. match play, you know. And what was the deal that year? Is it injury? Swing change. I think he was going through a swing change. Um, the injury was kind of a year before. Um, he was, again, he had switched, changed coaches, and I think it was, you got VJ, Phil. They know they have to take their game to a new level. VJ meets that. Phil, well, that's when he wins his Masters is in 04. Ernie Els is still a top player. Retief Goosen's there. Those guys start to raise their game because they're they know that they're cooked if they don't. Right. And that's that's the year where they really those guys um, kind of take center stage a little bit. And and some of the I remember this. Some of the like if you know nobody could play with him. Like famously, anybody who was paired with Woods did very poorly. That 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 was the best. Like <laughs> watching. Watching somebody, you know, living their dream, being like three up on the final day, and then they have to deal with the tiger crowds and the tiger roars. You know, the, those were famous for right. how loud it would be. And just watching them crumble yeah. and, just, you know, just collapse under this pressure. And Tiger just, you know, wouldn't be bothered. I think just, Sergio was the most. I mean, there were some crowds. Beth Page broke him in 02. There was a yeah. players' championship where they dueled, and, and the crowd was so pro Tiger that Sergio just couldn't take it. Sergio's weak. Couldn't take that. He's soft. <laughs> he's like he's like for Russell. Sure. Oh, for sure. He's like sensitive. Westbrook. Very he's sensitive. Mentally, yeah, and that, that held him back from greater success. For sure. Uh, you know, and again, you're playing with a guy who's doing things that you know you cannot conceivably do, like he. He's out driving you when he puts himself in a terrible place. And then you get on the green and you're like, you're 16 feet away and he's 30 feet and he, he buries the putt. It's like, God damn it. Like, it is, you can just see their, their shoulders shrug. He's, he never lost a tournament. He was ahead after 54, right? Uh, not a major. No. Uh, he, he broke David Duvall. Like, when yeah. David Duvall, he got to number one on his own and then Tiger took it back in 2000 and then Duvall, he bulked up. He went to Nike, changed equipment, bulked up, got big. He wins the 01 British Open and then his body just starts to break down. Like he, 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 it was, it was, it was bad. It was, he, he tried to build up, put on weight, put on muscle and it, and it ruined his career, honestly. And, and Duvall was a great golfer. Duvall was a great player. His, I mean, his window a, was too short because he decided to, again, just go for distance, go for strength. A lot of the guys that played during this era, you know, 
were great golfers who just, you know. Phil Mickelson, it's like any, else? It's like any football team that played during the Patriots dynasty. It's like, well, you just, you were, you just, you were great at the wrong time. Mm. You know, Ernie Els. Who knows how many majors Ernie Els has? Yeah. Or Phil. Exactly. Or, or Phil. Or, or VJ. Or v- like, those or are the v- three yeah. that really stick out. Um, Els yeah. has surgery. I mean. Els has four. Four. Yeah. I mean, which would be very impressive. I mean, to, and it is. It's a Hall of Fame career. Right, right. If you would, but fought, if you would, four, you're in the Hall of Fame. But, but then yeah. he went 15. So then, you're, you know, that's there, like there, there are tears. There's there nothing to talk about. Yeah. So then he goes back in four. Is it four? Or oh, five. We're on to oh, five now. I think. Okay. So in oh, five, he goes back and he wins. Where is it here? Okay. He wins the Masters. He wins the Open. He wins the World Golf Championships. Um, you know, and just again, just he's back. Like Max, it was, uh, it was, uh, in six, he wins eight again. Like, he wins eight. Eight, you know, eight years after, or nine years after, or seven years actually after, actually. He won eight the first time. Like, and that's a long time in golf. For that's sure. a long time to have dominance. Sure. And in that whole time period, he just had a stranglehold on number one if he played. Oh, six is really where he, it's like, oh, five and oh, six, it's like, it's my throne. Like right. I'm, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. In 07. He, he, in, in 07. You know, and, um, he, yeah, he wins. Uh, in 07, he wins the PGA. He wins the Tour Championship again. He it's, runs off a long string of consecutive tournaments, I think, that year, too, that he wins. Right. Also, is he, he's kind of the, one of the one of the first ones to not play every tournament. I mean, he doesn't have to, among other things. It's like financially, he's fine. One of the, yeah. I mean, he was basically the least active of any kind of tour player. Um, you have to play at that time. You had to play 15 tournaments to that was the bare minimum to like retain membership on the tour. Right. And he would routinely routinely play like 16 to 18. Um, yeah, yeah, which which uh, makes which, the number of wins even more. <laughs> the percentage, like, you know, like, Sam Snead was winning 24 or 25. Like no one's doing that again. But he a he's playing against nobody, and B he's playing 45 tournaments a year. I mean, they're, they're playing all over the place. Not that he didn't have a great career. He he wins. The tied for the most PGA tournaments ever at eighty two with Snead. Mm-hmm. He's also third on the European tournament <laughs> tour, which he, he didn't really play much. But it's a lot of those the majors and the WGCs. The world they they are also branded European tour uh, wins. Right. But he's also won in Dubai. He's also won he's, in he, Australia yeah, in he, South won, Africa. Right. Yeah. He's won multiple times. Yeah. He, he ends up winning one fourteen something like that. That sounds yeah. I think it was 114 professional events. That's a lot of professional events. It's insane. I know. I that has to have the, be the record. Gary Player might maybe, just, because, maybe. just because he's playing all over the fucking world against weak fields and and whatever right. back in the 70s. But yeah, that's. And then it kind of, I mean, the body breaks down. Obviously, he has the issues with um, the infidelity. It's gonna gloss over those. <laughs> 2008, 2009. That's yeah. like the the just the whole kind of turning point, um, right? Yeah, the highest dad, of highs. His dad dies. He wins. He wins the. So he gets off. Oh wait, he gets off to a real torrid start. Gets to the Masters. He finishes solo second, but his but his knee is shot. So he doesn't play between the Masters and the U.S. Open, and that's the U.S. Open that he wins with just a blown yeah with no right. knee. Right. And I I I forget who it was. Rocco Mediate. Yeah. So he came, he came out and beat us on one leg. I, that to me, that's the most for me. That's the enduring Tiger memory is that win at Torrey Pines. Just seeing him, him in fucking such a visible pain for what? five days, not even four. They played an eighteen-hole playoff on Monday. Right. 
just went on guts. He didn't play the rest of the year. You know what I mean? He he wouldn't have played that week if it wasn't a major. Right. And then he comes back and still wins six and oh nine. And that's kind of that's the end of the dynasty. Thanksgiving weekend, two thousand nine. Uh, right. Almost, it's almost like an anniversary because that's where the shit goes down with Elon. With Elon Nordgren or Elon Woods at the time, his the right. wife. That's oh right, right, right. Into the they have a dispute and uh, he crashes the car and the property and kind of a lot of shit came out. And they, right, and, and his reputation takes a beating. He becomes kind of a joke. Something that people have moved on from. In part because I think I don't know, I don't know if you guys agree with me. In part because golf lost a considerable amount of luster in this country when Wood stopped playing. Yeah, he was to everyone else like Gladys Knight was to the Pips. Like it's like <laughs> like there's one guy that we're gonna all watch, and then the other guy we'll watch the other guys too. But that's fine. Yeah, I mean you you look at golf like now the big the you know the the guy that was fighting for the future of the pga with tiger you know somebody who i think tiger is like mentoring is very close yeah is rory and he's you know uh he's an irishman yeah yep he lives in florida but he's an irishman yeah Yeah. he has one last well what i assume is going to be one last um i think that's safe to say you know i don't know i would never count him out one last uh one last to run. He wins the tour championship at 18. He does. And then in 19. Playing with Rory, I believe. I right. And then in 19, he wins the Masters in what was um, incredibly emotional because you knew, even in the moment, you know, this is, oh, like, this is kind of it. He's walking around very uncomfortably. Like, you could see he's in pain. That Sunday, uh, they, they, they moved. There was rain coming that afternoon. So they played it early in the morning. Um, and they went off on like both nines, whatever. It was, and, and they played in three sums, right. or at least two sums. In the last few groups, and Tiger didn't come into that day with the lead. I forget who it was exactly. But if you look at those last few groups, it's the who's who of golf in the moment. It's it's and it's Kepka and Cantlay and Molinari and Finau. Dustin Johnson's there. It's like the guys that are at the top at that moment in spring 2019, they're all in the mix. And they all crumble under Tiger's pressure. Balls in the water on 12. Balls in the water on 13 and 15, the par fives. Guys are falling by the wayside left and right. Um, it was it was like proof that the Tiger effect that we talked about was real. And guys not even playing with him, just knowing that Tiger was lurking. Tiger was there and the crowd was a Tiger crowd. And it's an entirely an entirely different generation. I mean completely. I mean he, he beats uh was it Shoffley? How do you pronounce his name? Xander Shoffley. Yeah, I, I left him out. Right. He, I, yeah. Yep. He he beats him, he beats Johnson, he beats Kepka, he beats Today's core, yeah. When he started, he beat the previous time score. Where a whole bunch of golfers just retired. It's like screw that, we're done. The first guys he vanquished were like Norman and Faldo and Price, and all those guys are like north of sixty now, right? You know, and and he beat like three generations of golfers. Yep, and literally, um, yeah. I mean, his last win, like, you know, I I personally think like, you never is he gonna go out there and play like. Pebble Beach one day in four years with a different with you know a bionicle knee a bionic knee you know who knows, um, but like that last win like that was the sports story in the world, like nope you know nobody else was caring pretty much about anything else like that was wall to wall on ESPN, um, Fox Sports like that was all anybody was talking about. 
the scene on CBS when he walks off 18 and, and, the, and the son Charlie's there and like you can actually almost feel and again I, like Nance and Faldo are in the booth and they're like they both seem to be kind of legitimately on the verge of tears Faldo calls it the greatest moment in the history of the game like in the in the moment with like what I imagine are like tears in his eyes he's very emotional um yeah but it's it's the last you know last hurrah and that really. is you know if we're talking about a dynasty like tell his, well. his son Charlie yeah, just won the high school just championship. Won, his yeah. son, his he son, might be better than, like I know there's a lot of hype, and I think it's a little overhype. But he actually might be. He could be, be the, something there. he could be the Bronny James of golf. Yeah. He, he you has, know, I mean, uh, like Bronny James, if he, you know, let's hope he gets health, his, uh, his health yeah. back together. Bronny James is a really good player. He has the exact same swing as his father. It's uncanny. It's it's the exact it's, same it's, swing. Um, genetics are real. Yeah. Well, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's who knows? In in ten years, we might be talking about Charlie Woods being the core of the new young guys. He's I'm, yeah. I'm not sure it's possible to dominate the way he did anymore. He walked in playing a it's, different it's, sport no, than not. everybody it's else not. was playing. It's like Cha- it's like Chamberlain, right? Chamberlain walks in the door, and he is so different than anyone's ever been. But they have to change the rules because the games are not competitive. I mean, the famous Chamberlain comment to Jordan, they saw you were great, and they changed the rules to make you greater. They saw I was great, and they changed the rules to keep me from being great. We're not the same. Um, in, I'm, sure, I'm sure that fueled, I'm sure that fueling Jordan's anger till today. He doesn't have that big of an ego, so it probably didn't affect him that much. <laughs> Three of the top four players in the world now are, are Europeans, and then John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, Victor Hovland. But, and this is this has been a thing I think for about the last five to ten years, where if you look at players, American players born between let's say 1984 and 1994, a a swath of of ages that were absolutely touched by like Tiger Woods' prime from like 97 yeah. to 08, um, we had lost. You go back to like some of the Ryder Cup teams that Tiger played on in 2004, 2006, like in his prime, where the Americans got their fucking asses kicked. And it wasn't because of Tiger Woods. It was because you'd have, you'd have Mickelson, you'd have Furyk, but like four through 12 on those teams were like unbelievably weak. Like the Europeans just had better players. Like Marco, Mi- Marco Mira. There was, a real, there was a real kind of, you know, the best competition Tiger faced was largely, you know, besides Phil and Furyk, largely international. What Tiger did was really kind of I think like inspire just kids that maybe otherwise would have went baseball, maybe otherwise would have went soccer, maybe otherwise would have played, you know, whatever basketball. Dustin Johnson, Dustin Johnson's like six he, foot four. Like he, he was a basketball. He was a he played it like Coastal Carolina. Yeah, like basketball. When, when you asked um, in the beginning about Arnold Palmer or, or like Tiger made the game cool. These like guys, those like, those Nike commercials of him just like bouncing the ball. Like they made him look to be. Like that, this is actually that, a cool by, thing. By the way, that do. wasn't the original commercial. They caught him doing it, and the, yeah, and, and like he was doing it and then whacking it into the, <laughs> and they said, "Can we just do that?" And it was like, yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I saw that. I was like, "Holy God!" Like his hand-eye coordination was over the last five or six years. American golf has never been never been deeper. There's never been a a a, a bigger percentage of American players like in the world's uh, top hundred. And a lot of that is because those kids born in that run that would be influenced by Tiger. Th- here they are. They're they're in their twenties. They're in their thirties. Yeah. They're in physical prime. Uh, I mean, you could have taken a B. We we still can't win a Ryder Cup in Europe, 
but like one through twelve, yeah, Europeans one through three, these are good. One through twelve, one through twenty, one through thirty. The Americans, it's the 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 gap has never been wider, really, depth wise, between America and the rest of the world. Um, he was the most. It's, I think he was a tiger. He was the most famous athlete in the world. No question. Um, and no golfer had ever been before, and no golfer will probably ever be again. You made the the great point early on that I think two athletes, and maybe three if you want to include like Serena, but and, I, and I'm not sure her hype. Venus really got more of the hype than Serena early on. Serena broke through first, but. Athletes that have met the colossal hype and like exceeded it. I mean, it's LeBron and Tiger, and those are one in two. Sidney Crosby. I mean, you mentioned Gretzky too. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gretzky, Gretzky more than than Crosby. Like those are uh, Crosby's not the greatest of all time. I I do think that Tiger's greatest of all time. LeBron's greatest of all time. Yeah, and Gretzky. Crosby's not the greatest of the people he played with. I mean, you like Ovi. Uh, Ovi. Like Ovi. Huh? Yeah, Ovi's about Ovi's about to break Gretzky's I, goals record. I lean Ovi too. Yeah. Crosby was amazing. I mean, he's way up there. How many cups has Ovi won? One. Just one. One, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not I mean, obviously Ovi was great. I'm going to cut him a little bit because he's Putin's buddy. Fair. But you know, um but yeah, anyway Crosby's running around with that Nancy Trudeau up there. <laughs> Very handsome man though. Very handsome. Very handsome. But um, no, and, and real, <laughs> realistically, it is those three that and that came out and just were, you know, as ki- you knew about them as kids. And like we kind of led with, like Tiger is, is not, he's largely inactive now, but I mean, his influence is still, he's still the biggest power broker in the game. He formed, he formed that nighttime. A TGL. Prime, yeah, TGL is, primetime with Rory. Where it's like they're having some problems. Did you see their? It seems insane. The infrastructure kind of broke down a little bit. They had a, they're having issues. When I read Uh, about (laughs) it, I couldn't figure out how it was going to work. So like I was interested in watching it, but this thing seems like a disaster. It's a lot of the. It's some of the best players in the world basically playing an indoor simulator in South Florida, and they're going to air it and they're going to talk trash and it's going to be, not very good. I'm not. I don't. But you know, can you put money on it? You got. I'm sure you. I'm sure you'll be able to. Yeah, it's 2023. I'm sure. People will watch that. Yeah, Yeah, people will watch. It'll be fine. It's a way to keep these guys from going to live. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if, and if Tiger's announcing it or something, it'll be incredible. I think he's a captain or something. I. I I watched him hit golf balls. I I saw him just hitting golf balls the other like something. He was being like he was playing with a just teeing up with a guy on the tour. And the guy was talking to him about Charlie and everything. You just, he's in so much physical pain. You just see it. Like, it's its aging him because yeah. it's hard to be in pain all the time. It's and tough. You're watching a guy can't who can't do what he lived his life to do. But he also can't really walk. Yeah. He said, if he, he would, he said, I would never play in a, a, a tournament to let me use a cart. But if everyone could use a cart, I'd still be playing. What I can't do is walk to the ball. And it's like, you know, it's almost like offensive linemen who, you know, I mean, and I don't know of other golfers who've had that, but nobody had that swing before. And the guys who have that swing now, they don't play that very long. These courses that they play, it's not Shinikasa. Not only are they... 12 to 1500 yards longer just in like tee to green but the walks between holes the undulations just the the ev- elevation changes i mean it's it's not for a you know for somebody in his position to walk an 18 hole pga tour major championship golf course is that is an arduous task yeah. and he just are, can't do it there are par fives now that are well over 600 yards yeah do you think we'll ever see him play the senior tour 
I think he'll play senior majors. I think he'll play like the U.S. Senior Open, the British. Yeah. He'll play like this, the senior British at the St. Andrews. Those wins count, you know, right? They, it's separate. The Champions Tour. It's not like an official PGA Tour win, but it's an official Champions Tour win. I mean, there's and they Maybe. keep stats. It's pretty. I I bet if he plays the Senior Tour, those things are going to be that's going to be the highest rated golf channel sure. tournaments they've they ever get, had. The major weekends get on like NBC. I mean, it's for like a two hour window. But who's, who's got the most senior wins? Uh, uh, Bernard, Bernard Longer. Longer. Yeah, it, was, it was Hale Irwin for a long time, and now Longer is just kind of you know you know what never. Yeah, I mean, the greatest putter who ever lived. I mean, maybe Woods. The, uh, one putt for like money. If I have to put yeah, money on somebody, to make a that putt, one that he makes. No where is it? Where he, he he hits? He has to hit the ball like it, it goes. Um, it goes like thirty yards up into the left, and it starts rolling down. Yeah, two thousand one players' champion. I, I was <laughs> better say, than what most. Is, better than most. How about in? I was gonna say what it what it before we close up. What's your favorite Tiger moment? For for me, it's 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 the shot he hit at Pebble Beach, because. They were like talking, like, you know, he had a lead. And it's like, you know, the smart plays to go there, the smart plays. And then he hits it. And it's like, oh, yeah, we, we have, like, some of those announcers realize, and some of the older guys, like, we can't talk about golf the way we've always talked about golf. Because this, it, it's it's the Jack Nicholson, this is not a sport of which I'm familiar. <laughs> you know, it's like, sure. and Nicholson, who was, could be a dick about Tiger, did actually accept that he was like, oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I think standard bearer. He's more willing to admit that Tiger's the second best ever than <laughs> than uh, uh, Jordan is willing to admit that LeBron's the second best ever. Even though I think the younger guys are better, are definitely better. Um, What's your favorite Tiger? Uh, uh, Tiger uh, you guys know the shot. 05 Masters is coming off the pedestrian 04. It's it's him and Chris DeMarco. And I don't like when tournaments are just like down to two guys in the back nine. I'd rather have like a full field. But it's the par 316 at Augusta. He's behind the green. DeMarco's going to make par. He's trailing. He's got to get this up and in. And it's like it's like an impossible just to get it up and down. Remember, behind the green, yep. water yep. on to his right flag. And it all chips it up, you know, whatever, about 100 feet left. And it just trickles down, trickles down. You know, Super high, if I remember. Vern Lundquist. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And it hangs on the edge of the cup for like. Oh, a, yeah. Wow. In the place. <laughs> it goes crazy. Uh, just. And the fist pump. Yeah, that's. I just remember seeing it live. And uh, Vern, my guy, and the fist pump, the reaction with the caddy. DeMarco was was a pretender. He vanquished him. That was that was good. I didn't care for him. Lundquist. But, Lundquist is. Top five announcer of our lifetime. I love him so much. <laughs> he's so good. He's, he's great at everything. Five. Yeah. Mind the, uh, I think it might have been a Ryder Cup where he hits a putt and the putt hasn't even started breaking yet, but he takes his hat off and <laughs> starts. President's <laughs> Cup. President's yeah. Cup. Yeah. Starts walking over to the other guy and he's like, all right, you know, good job. <laughs> the putt's breaking. It's still yeah. like in motion. He's and just like, like and, and in golf, you try to be as respectful as possible. Like it's, you know, no, it quote was, unquote, the gentleman's game. It was the Steph Curry shooting the ball and then turning over to the yeah. bench and looking at him before the ball pulled the ball. It, it just reminds you of like Allen Iverson stepping over to Ron Liu. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he played Abraham Answer the night before answer kind of said something like i'm not i'm not backing down i'm not afraid this and that and tiger absolutely fucking took that as like a, a yeah. like, you know and this is tiger just like five years ago <laughs> it's like late era tiger <laughs> but yeah guys yeah. on the tour seem they seem to grow to like him over time 
I mean, he was very brash. Well, you know why? He made them all very, very rich. Because the, because golf Bingo. is <laughs> golf is not remotely the sport he finds. A lot of his uh, direct peers, he's not cl- he's close with Steve Stricker, close with Jim Furyk, Davis. They love they're all like a little older though. Um, the younger Marco guys, Mira, Marco Mira, Marco Mira, older. Uh, Fred Couples older, but right. they're all like close to them. His direct peers, besides like Dota Begay, who was like a college teammate, yeah. and also not really a peer. All the younger, yeah, he won a couple times. He won Hartford once. All the younger guys, Spieth and Justin Thomas, Roy McIlroy and Fowler and these guys like just re- revere him. And Tiger has, you know, taken them under his wing and and seems you know. to have kind of I don't know, you don't hear you went through about a 5-year stretch where it's like Tiger's not doing well emotionally. I mean, he had no. he had the wandering around with you know under ambient and everything. Sure. The car accident. The uh, car accident. Yeah. And and now it's you just never hear that anymore. I think Charlie's got a lot to do with that. I think, yeah. I mean, I think he's trying to be to Charlie the dad that and his daughter Earl too. was yeah. to him. Yeah, I mean, Cheyenne is also, right? Is it Cheyenne? Cheyenne's niece. Alexis? Uh, yeah. It's Alexis. Well, I'm not sure she's like a star athlete or anything, but he's, he's the old, his older, the older of the two, um, the daughter. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, she's focused on being a good dad. Yeah. And let him. Yeah. He changed the sport forever. It'll, it, it's never going to be the same as it was before him. It would have never gotten to the 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 commercial or fiscal lengths it, uh, heights it got to without him no, no. no chance in hell and so with that I I think it's completely fair we call Tiger Woods a dynasty and what else is he to call what else do you call it he's the most dominant yeah. it's the most dominant stretch in any sport like I mean if you consider him like as a brand and golfers as a brand like he's the most dominant brand for twenty years. He still is. Yeah. Still, I still think he's the biggest needle mover. We're, we're, he admitted it. The, the Tiger Woods logo was like, yeah. Tom Brady followed it. Everybody else has got Definitely. one now. He was, there, was, he the was there first. And the first athlete to... I mean, him and Jordan. Jordan first athlete Jump to become yeah. a billionaire while playing. Yeah. Second is LeBron. It's only happened twice. And with that, we'll say goodnight from the Bill Bradley Collective. As always, we thank you for joining us here. And if you liked today's episode smash that subscribe button leave us a review let's help grow the collective brand we'll see you all next week on the bill bradley collective